Internalized homophobia is a phrase we hear in society in relation to LGBTQ plus people that we often assume doesn't apply to us if we are not homophobic. But internalized homophobia is something most of us have because of how our society favors heteronormativity. Yes, and in today's episode, we want to talk about tangible examples of internalized homophobia and the misconceptions around what this phrase means. You can have internalized homophobia and not be explicitly homophobic. Let's chat. She, a podcast for non-traditional conversations. I'm Tiana. And I'm Sophie. And And we're we're a couple. couple. Join us as we explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 70 of SHE, an acronym for Shifting Her Experience. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a DM to be featured as our next person of the week or leave us a review on Amazon if you've purchased our journal Reflect and we'll give you a shout out that way. Episode 70. 70. Wow, we're really approaching 100 quickly, aren't we? Yes, we are. Um, Yeah, but we do want to start this episode as usual with our person of the week, Sharon, who sent us a lovely message on Instagram saying thank you to us for embodying the change that is needed in the world. I thought that was really kind of her to say that. So thank you so much, Sharon. Yeah, thanks so much for reaching out to us, Sharon. And we're so happy to hear that we in any way helped you be your authentic self. That's really nice. Um, So today we want to talk about internalized homophobia and I think it's important to start by reading the definition of homophobia so we all have a general understanding of it and the definition of internalized homophobia. Then we want to get into examples of internalized homophobia. Yeah, regardless of how you identify, most people have internalized homophobia within themselves. Um, Internalized homophobia is both a conscious and unconscious reaction to external negative attitudes towards people within a sexual orientation minority. In addition, homophobia can simply be defined as an irrational fear of aversion to or discrimination against homosexuality or gay people. In many cases, internalized homophobia starts and is nurtured during the formative years of childhood and adolescence. Um, When most people hear the term homophobia, they assume it's something only straight people have. But when we talk about internalized homophobia, we want to show that it's actually something that the LGBTQ plus community has as well. Yes, and internalized homophobia and oppression happens to gay, lesbian, and bisexual people and heterosexuals who have learned and been taught that heterosexuality is the norm and, quotations, correct way to be. So hearing and seeing negative depictions of gay people can lead us to internalize or take in these negative messages. Yeah, internalized homophobia isn't always obvious either. Yeah, we think homophobia in society is this blatant and aggressive hate towards gay people where you're yelling negative slurs or you're obviously discriminatory. Therefore, if you're not exhibiting that in your daily life, then you don't have internalized homophobia. And that is not the case. You can have internalized homophobia without being outrightly homophobic. I want people to understand that. A lot of the time, these feelings and thoughts are unconscious reactions to the LGBTQ plus community. And there's two sides to this, how gay people experience internalized homophobia and how straight people experience it. Gay people often internalize homophobia and it affects their decisions, how they feel about themselves, about others, etc. 
Whereas for straight people, internalized homophobia is embedded in your reactions, responses, and overall attitudes towards the LGBTQ plus community. That's the common misconception here that we want to talk about. Internalized homophobia exists in those who identify as straight and gay. It exists in all of us to some degree because of how society has operated. Yeah, we all have a bit of internalized homophobia because of society's attitudes towards gay people. You know, it's very common. So we're going to get into the internalized homophobia that we've seen, but also bits that we feel we have as well. I want to actually start with the bits of internalized homophobia that we've caught ourselves having because it's so easy for me to list a ton of talking points that I've seen in other people, especially those who identify as straight, but it's not as easy to spot the internalized homophobia within yourself. So let's start there and then point out some of the other ways we've seen it um, in others in society. Mm, Yeah, well, for me personally, the very first thing that comes to mind is how I don't use the term lesbian to describe myself. Mm. Um, We did an entire episode on the word lesbian a while back and how we don't use it personally. Um, We mentioned how we didn't feel like the term resonated with us and how it has so many negative connotations attached to it, which is awful. Um, But it's just a word you know it's just another label but I'm still reluctant to use the word lesbian because of what it means in society I avoid it and you know I don't want people to use it to describe me because I'm afraid people will laugh at me I'm afraid of being bullied because of it yeah um that's how I have internalized this homophobia by not wanting to use this word and it's just a word it derives from the word Lesbos, a Greek island which was the home of the ancient poet Sappho, who I love, who wrote about her affection for other women. And I literally have Sappho's poetry framed in our apartment, but I have internalized issues with saying the word that comes from her. Mm, That's interesting. So why am I internalizing it? Um, I think it's because I, I grew up hearing people laugh at the word and using it as a slur not just homophobic slurs but also sexist slurs I've heard lesbian and dyke being used to refer to women who are not married women who are independent and women who wear what they want to wear Uh, if it's not this like feminine outfit Mm. um you know this is my example of internalized homophobia um but I You know, I'm also reminded of of someone that I know who is gay, who rolls their eyes every time a new letter is added to the LGBTQ plus acronym. You know, they wouldn't Mm. consider themselves to be homophobic, but they would rather that the letters stop after T because they felt, you know, all of these extra letters on the acronym for the community you looked like looked like a bit of a laughing stock to the rest of society for having all these long list of letters to describe a long list of groups. And, you know, they were very opposing of it, this person that wow. I know. So this is another example of how gay people can have internalized homophobia. I can agree with you on that comment you made about the term lesbian. Like, we both don't love using the word lesbian to refer to ourselves because in society, it's sort of been treated as a slur and has all of these negative connotations behind it. But one could also argue that that's just, yeah, internalized homophobia coming out. But also the homophobia that other people have internalized to be using it as a slur. Yeah, if you're using identity as a slur, of course, you have internalized homophobia. Yeah. 
Well said. Um, internalized homophobia that exists in me. I think of the way I dress a lot more now that I'm dating a woman than when I was dating men. I arguably dressed more athletic and quotations more gay when I was dating men versus when I started dating women. Sometimes I'm afraid of looking too gay. I have literally taken out an outfit wanting to wear it and then put it back because I thought, hmm, maybe this is too gay for a work setting. Or people at work know I'm engaged to a woman, so I don't want to look too much like a lesbian. Like, I don't want to be gay on top of my gayness. That's internalized homophobia. Whatever about what people think of me, it's more about how I feel about myself. I don't want other people to make comments about my outfit in relation to my sexuality because... I don't want to constantly have to educate people around me, so I try to avoid it. Not all the time, but sometimes depending on the environment, like usually if I know I'm in a mostly straight environment, um, which is, I guess, quite often. So, yeah, that's one of the ways that I feel like I have a bit of internalized homophobia for sure. Yeah, clothing is definitely more scrutinized when you're gay. I've mentioned that before in another episode. I've mentioned it a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I know, you know, I know straight women who wear eclectic, uh, in inverted commas, like eclectic clothes um, and get away with it. But when a gay woman wears the same, you know, experimental eclectic clothes, they are, you know, there are comments made about that woman's outfit because she's gay. Yeah. And when I say eclectic, I mean boots like Doc Martens and pantsuits and leather jackets. So, you know, not that experimental mm. at all, but definitely clothes are associated with your sexuality and judged because of it. Yeah, I know we've talked about that before in our clothing episode. And also I can think of another way of I've, I've internalized homophobia I'm a short woman. I'm 5'1". Before I met you, Soph, I was afraid that I would be too short for other women. I thought that other women, because of heteronormative standards, would not want to date me because of the internalized thought that women have to be smaller than the person they're dating. That comes from unhealthy heteronormative dating standards where you believe the man has to be taller than you. Again, internalized homophobia on both ends with LGBTQ plus dating. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I have felt too tall standing next to you, which is so stupid and so degrading and irrelevant because I love you unconditionally and I'm not even tall. I'm 5'4". Yeah, you're not, no. But I've always been the small, like smaller than my exes. But for the first time in my life now, I'm the tall one in the relationship. And it was something I noticed when we first started dating and I was like, huh. This is different. Mm. Um, I subconsciously made it a thing when it didn't need to be because of what you said, this heteronormative dating standard. It didn't need to be a thing and I made it a thing. Exactly. That's what I was afraid of. It's a product of heteronormativity. Like, who cares if you're taller than someone or shorter than someone? It only matters because we as women believe we have to look a certain way in society. And that includes how we look next to our partner. Yeah. Okay. Now, before we get into how straight people exhibit internalized homophobia, I do want to highlight some other common signifiers of internalized homophobia within the gay community. And that could be someone who denies their sexual orientation or lies to themselves or others about same gender attraction, or even people who feel anger or resentment towards other members of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, and there are also those in the community who almost want to separate themselves from others in the community 
who are more obvious about their sexuality based on their mannerisms and so on. Mm. You know, additionally, some gay people feel like they need to um, consistently pass as straight, which is another common way of internalizing homophobia, which we just mentioned with clothing and stuff. Um, But these are just a few general examples. But there is a lot more to the concept of internalized homophobia. And it doesn't just exist within people that are gay, um, which is what we want to talk about next. Yeah. And just on the note of like gay people experiencing internalized homophobia, it is different for everyone. You know, our examples are just our examples. And, you know, if you identify as LGBTQ plus, you'll probably have your own example. But um, yeah, let's chat about some examples of how those who identify as straight have internalized homophobia. I can actually think of very specific examples, too. First off, in relation to what we mentioned earlier, straight people making faces of disgust when people say the word lesbian. Internalized homophobia. Yeah, I think providing uh, specific examples and tangible examples um, of this is important for this episode and a way to educate. So I'll start. Yeah, makes it very real. Yeah. um, Recently, I had three separate conversations with three people people um that I know very well and these are not strangers to me or people I barely know um I know them very well and they are also very good people who I love just to give you all some context with one of these people I mentioned the word lesbian in a sentence and the person who I was talking to scrunched their nose and made a face like I had just said something really gory and uncomfortable Um, They quickly realized that they were talking to a woman who is in a relationship with another woman and they backtracked. And I asked them why they made that face at the thought of a lesbian and they apologized and made an excuse for it. Um, But they did apologize and they were like, no, 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 I didn't mean it like that. And they quickly said, this is what I meant. And it didn't make sense. I didn't prod or poke anymore. Like I just left it. I educated them and I moved on because I could see that they were disgusted with themselves Mm, disgusted with themselves they were they were embarrassed so I left it and I think that person you know learned something that day which is important but another day I was talking to another person again who I know very well who was about to go on a trip with her best friend and the two women are straight and I called them my favorite lesbian couple apart from me and Tiana, as like a playful joke. Uh, Um, I just said, oh, my favorite lesbian couple, because they always go on trips together. Always doing stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the women quickly corrected me and said, you know, in an awkward voice, like, I'm not a lesbian, as if I had like insulted her. Um, But then she quickly realized who she was talking to. And again, backtracked. Um, And then on a different occasion, I had a conversation with um, the third person of this story um, who was asking me about somebody mutual that we knew. And they asked me if that person was gay. And I said, "Um, I don't know, maybe she's gay. And the person I was having the conversation with, again, made a face as if I had shown her a graphic picture of somebody's guts. Mm. You know, she made this like scrunched up face like, like that. Again, They stopped making that face very quickly and they changed the subject so that they didn't have to address the fact that they were disgusted at the thought of a gay woman while talking to a woman who was gay. Mm. Um, I was bothered about these encounters and and walked away wondering, is this how they all feel about me and Tiana? I mean, I love Tiana so much, but do other people find us uncomfortable? And 
you know, we know what it's like to be straight women, Tiana, but now all of a sudden we're freaks in quotations. And we have noticed this over and over again when talking to people. And I'm not saying this to scare people from being open about their sexuality. I'm saying this because it's the way things are in the world and it's not good enough. Yeah, exactly. It's just the reality of like certain reactions and it's not going to stop us from being open about our sexuality. If anything, it makes the other person kind of look stupid and kind of homophobic. So <laughs> there we go. Um, but it's not okay to only be open to gay people if it's your male gay best friend who's cute and funny and who you go to gay bars with, but then scrunch your face at the thought of a lesbian, you know? Uh-huh. And another big one that I can think of is sexualizing gay relationships. There are far too many people whose minds go straight to sex when they think of a gay relationship. We've chatted to straight people that when they talk about gay relationships, immediately talk about sex with the same gender. Gay relationships are a lot more than just sex. And it's definitely internalized homophobia when someone's response to our relationship is, oh my God, I could never go down on a woman. Like, huh? Who said anything about that? I was talking about my wedding, you know? (laughs) I can't. That's very obvious to me that that's internalized homophobia, but also a little homophobic too. Like, imagine a female friend of yours talking about her boyfriend to you and you saying, ugh, penises are ugly. Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah, imagine saying like, ooh, that's disgusting. Like, to your straight friend when they they talk about sex with their boyfriend. Like, they would be so hurt, you know? But we have heard that. Yes, we definitely have. Yeah, but just on the topic of gay relationships in general, I haven't heard anyone yet referring to our upcoming wedding as a gay wedding, but I feel like it's coming. I feel like someone's going to say it. And I think that's a bit savage to say. I think, you know, it's a way of making a wedding sound other and different from... A regular wedding almost yeah. like it's this entertaining thing for the guests and something to tick off a bucket list I don't know mm. and we see this in tv and movies that's why I'm bringing it up I I just I'm expecting it with our wedding um but you know I think our, our wedding is is more than a gay wedding it's our wedding and I think you know differentiating our wedding from straight weddings is an example of internalized homophobia yeah it makes it sound different than a like you said quotations a regular wedding for sure another example I heard a straight male recently assume that another man was gay because he was wearing nail polish and when I pulled him up on it and said actually this person is not gay he got very defensive and couldn't understand why a straight man would paint his nails Another bit of internalized homophobia. This man saw nail polish as a threat to masculinity and categorized this person as gay in order to protect straight masculinity. But he didn't think he was being homophobic, which is, you know, what we're getting at here. He thought he was just making a general assumption that like, well, no, gay men wear nail polish. If a man is wearing nail polish, like obviously, duh, he's gay. Yeah. He couldn't possibly be straight because straight men don't act like that. This is homophobic because the nail polish on the man in this scenario was considered weird and kooky and was automatically characterized as being gay. And gay does not equal weird. Yeah, first of all, I think men who paint their nails regardless of their sexual orientation are dope. Like, I think it's fashionable. I think it looks cool. And if nail polish is a threat to your straight masculinity, then your version of it is toxic. Like, Machine Gun Kelly, who is dating one of the hottest female celebrities alive, paints his nails. He's dating Megan Fox. Like, Yeah, this person was associating nail polish with femininity. And therefore, if a man was wearing it, he was considered feminine. 
thus gay. Mm, yeah, exactly. Also, this next point we need to talk about is how most people in society assume all relationships are heterosexual. This is internalized homophobia because it's a direct product of believing heterosexuality is the correct way to live, but also that it's more common, more acceptable, and the default. I'm sick of correcting people who assume when I say my fiancé that they are a he. Assuming when people tell you they're in a relationship that it's a straight relationship is, yes, a product of heteronormativity, but can also be internalized homophobia peeking through, especially when I correct people. And you can either tell by their reaction or response that I didn't, quote, look like I was gay. It's internalized homophobia to assume someone, first of all, can look or act gay, but even a reaction other than, oh, sorry, yeah, that was wrong to assume and a reaction of surprise, especially when someone doesn't know me at all, shows that they have this preconceived view of what gay looks like, what it means to be gay, and they're unconsciously reacting to their own belief and attitude of what gay is. Yeah, I really admire those that use gender-neutral pronouns in situations like this because I immediately feel safer telling them that my fiancé is a woman. You know, if I were to say, oh, me and my fiancé did this last weekend or did something last weekend and the other person answers with oh what did you do with them I straight away feel like this person is conscientious and respectful and thinks outside of the heteronormative box you know this also goes for having your pronouns in your bio on social media for example like when I see that someone has their pronouns in their bio I feel like okay they would be all right with me telling them that I'm engaged to a woman yeah and of course you don't have to put your pronouns in your bio there should you know be no pressure to do that but when I see it I think okay like I could chat to this person and say, you know, I'm getting married to Tiana and they wouldn't be judgmental about it. I agree. I feel anxiety immediately when people assume I'm dating a man because I think right away, okay, if your assumption is that a woman's fiance is, of course, male and you're confident enough to use that pronoun without me telling you anything about them, that makes my guard go up. I don't know how you'll react when I either correct you mm. or answer with, well, she is, you know, mm. blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't yeah. know the reaction. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it might not sound like outrightly like homophobic, like, wow, this person is homophobic. But that's the difference between being homophobic and having internalized homophobia. Internalized homophobia can be a lot more subtle and it comes out in your reactions in society. And your assumptions. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad you, you said that. It was a nice like wrap up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we spoke a lot about internalized homophobia today and some real examples of, of it in, in society and our own lives. Yeah. Um, so what would be your takeaway for today's topic? Yeah, um, it's important to say that internalized homophobia can be your own internal preconceived notions or biases. It's the way you personally have witnessed, processed, thought about, and responded to homophobia in society. It can be the faces you make, the words you use, the way you treat people, and the way you make decisions. You know, homophobia exists because of heteronormativity. We've said that before. So we need to stop believing that heteronormativity is the only way and the correct way to exist. There is nothing wrong with being attracted to the same gender. It's only different because society has said that it is. So work to break that down in your head, become more aware of your own preconceived notions and your own beliefs about LGBTQ plus people. And maybe one day we won't just be LGBTQ plus people, but people, we won't need that distinction. Well done. Love yeah, it. Thanks. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, my takeaway is um, basically to just 
try your best to be more respectful of your language and your facial expressions and so on when you talk about anything related to the LGBTQ plus community. Um, I know a lot of people feel like they can't say anything nowadays for fear of being cancelled by the politically correct police. But if you sit back and think about it, having politically correct language is not a bad thing it means that finally people feel like they live in an environment that is progressive and inclusive enough to speak and be heard Um, being more conscientious of the language that you use actually protects people who have historically been suppressed and outcasted so yeah I really love that you said that you know people think being politically correct is like a bad thing and look how sensitive our society is and it's a chore but that's such an interesting way that you put it like it's progressive and it's allowing people to speak and be heard it's allowing our society to reflect and say hmm maybe saying that word is homophobic maybe my facial expressions are homophobic or you know do you know what I mean maybe saying this certain thing is racist and I didn't even know that the whole time I mean like we all have a responsibility I always say this to really check in and be like oh this language that I'm using all the time like it has become so like normal to say this funny phrase but actually maybe it's not that funny anymore we have to evolve you know it's all about like we have to evolve as people educate ourselves and it's okay to now use language that is political politically correct and won't make other people feel oppressed. We'd all be ignorant to think that there weren't phrases used years ago that were tolerated at the time, but we absolutely do not use anymore. So it's totally okay to stop someone and tell them that their language is not acceptable. And, you know, we're not going to tolerate this in 2021. It should have never been tolerated, but it's time to move on now. If someone tells you that you need to be more politically correct, it just means that you are using language that is oppressive towards someone else. Take the phrase, that's so gay, you know, seems harmless, but has a ton of implications. Like, no need to say that. Um, But that is it for today's episode. We love hearing your story on how you're living a non-traditional life. So keep them coming and follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a message on Instagram or review our podcast on Apple or review our journal Reflect on Amazon to be featured as our next person of the week. And make sure you download, read and review our podcast and share it with your friends to spark a further discussion on this topic. And let us know how you're combating internalized homophobia. Do you do any of these things that we talked about today? If so, what can you do to aid that within yourself? See you on Tuesdays. Bye.